When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. My Talk's quick update on celebrity and entertainment news at the top of every hour. On my talk 1071. Just tell me what I need to know. I will indeed tell you what you need to know. There's a show on Netflix called Dead to Me. There's a lot of Netflix news because they had a thing over the weekend called oh. Tadum. Oh. I think that's what they're saying. Yeah. That's so we learned a little bit intro. about the J Lo thing. We learned uh we talked about this last hour. There's a J Lo where she's like a John Wick type of killer or something. Mm-hmm. We learned about how the crown has a, a release date. I can tell you that. It is November 9th of this year. There's a poster out. Uh, the other bit of news I'm reading about, there's a show on there called Dead to Me with Christina Applegate and Linda Cardellini. Yeah, I've watched uh, the first two seasons of it. It's good. Uh, they say there will be a third and final season and it returns hmm. November 17th. Okay. Great. Um, otherwise, not a ton of news. We did talk about how Rihanna is going... Rihanna. Rihanna. We learned because it's a, a, a tribute to Rihanna and by Fleetwood Mac. Rihanna is going to be at least part of the Super Bowl entertainment uh, halftime show. You think there's a cameo that's coming? Is she going to collab with somebody at some point, or does she want the stage all to herself? It's hard to say. I mean, two years ago, the week it was only the weekend, right? But right. other years, it's like, hey, here's this guy, and there's this guy. And well, then we had J-Lo and um, Shakira. And then yeah. last year, Dre, Mary J. Blige, Snoop Dogg, Eminem. Kendrick. There was that one oh, year yeah. that it was just Prince and his band. That was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so that is big news uh, today. And I'll finally say this for news. Uh, Oprah Winfrey and Apple are kind of breaking up. Oh. They had uh, a bit of a collab going on, a multi-year content partnership. But they're saying, no, it's kind of over. Um, she just recently uh, did a Sydney Poitier documentary on Apple+. Plus. So enjoy it while it's there. I don't know. Maybe there's bad blood. We'll have to ask Lori and Julia. We'll have him Hollywood speak. Well, you know I would imagine, you know, Oprah, if, if a streamer wants the rights to her, my guess is she would sell her rights at a pretty high price. And so maybe that's what's behind it. I'm sure they love Oprah, but it's like, okay, we can't afford her. Yeah, because Apple has no money. Hey, Rocco. <laughs> Come on, man. Whose side anything. do you want? What are you using? A cricket? I, I'm my Android guy, by the way. Yeah. I know you screw up all of our text threads. That's why videos go through like thumbnail I think blurry you things. Are 100% right. Uh, let's do the show. It's the third and final hour before we lose our minds and make a movie today. Yeah. Uh, it's the Donna and Steve experience with uh, Steve, DJ Rock Lobster, and Stormy. I'll be back in like an hour. God. Dirt alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended dirt alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. He dug up a lot of good dirt. dirt. On my talk 1071, where talk is fun. Do you ever get a little bit tired of life? Like you're not really happy, but you don't. 
It is the Don and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Uh, Donna Valentine no longer here. She's on, well, she's on payroll. She still works here at the station, but she's not on the show this morning as of about 15 minutes ago because she left. Although, Rocco, did you see the, uh, the text message that we got from her to our filmmakers? Yes. And it was like 10 minutes after she left here, she was still in the building. I was like, sorry, I'm running late. It's tough to get out of the building sometimes. I don't know. Maybe she stopped down to do something with her hair. We don't know. She's got a lot on her mind. She's wondering what her motivation is for her character. If you're unfamiliar with what we're talking about, Project Down and Dirty Film Fest is happening this week. Project Down and Dirty, this is the 11th year of this reality show on the radio. So instead of living together this year, it's more of a shared experience in that each show is teaming up with different local filmmakers to make a movie. And we only got really two days to shoot the movie because the post-production process takes a while and then they have to send it. It's got to be delivered at a certain time on Thursday so that the theater, Showplace Icon, where we do still have some general admission tickets left, can show it and it look great and all that kind of stuff on Friday night, September 30th. We are shooting the majority of the, sh- of the movie today, right? I mean, the I, I'd say it's like a 70-30 split. Today is... Pretty much, yeah. We have... We have three locations in our film. One we're taking care of today and two tomorrow. But yeah, I think most of the film takes place in this location. Yeah. So anyway, that's what's uh, that's what's going on there. Meanwhile, there are professionals who make movies and they do it for a living. And it makes millions and millions of dollars. One of those was Avatar, which came out back in 2009. December 2009, as I recall. And... No one knew anything about the story. They just heard it was going to be blue people in 3D, and we were interested. James Cameron was behind it. He, of course, the man behind Titanic. And then people went nuts. It made a billion dollars worldwide at the box office, and people just went crazy. It's resulted in uh, Disney attractions that are centered on it. And it will also result in, I believe, four more movies starting this December. So to get people excited about it and reacclimated, since it's been 13 years, since mm-hmm. the last one came out, Avatar was re-released in theaters, in IMAX, in some 3D situations, some theaters even touting lasers. <laughs> yes. Rocco went to the laser theater to see Avatar. When was the last time you had seen it? Uh, probably 2009. And I re- my recollection of it was... You know, I'm kind of cynical. I'm like, you know, James Cameron, like even Titanic. I'm like, oh, this dialogue is so bad, but this movie does look amazing and epic. I thought the same with Avatar. I was like, oh, this movie's kind of stupid. It's just like the Dances with Wolves story, you know, <laughs> the the conquerors and the, you know, the people that live, the natives and blah, blah, blah. But it looks amazing. So it was a Saturday morning. We had for the first time in like a long time, my kid didn't have any sports. I'm like, hey, let's go see this noon screening of Avatar IMAX 3D laser. And I got to tell you, 
I was blown away. Hmm. I loved like every single thing about it. Really? This, I, didn't care I, I did not expect dialogue. this response. I didn't either. Um, the movie was over. I went with a but it was kind of a double like dad date uh, with a couple kids and a couple dads. And we the dads looked at each other and were like, "That was awesome." <laughs> and you saw it in 3D with the glasses on yes, and everything. I totally recommend it. The sound is amazing. Mm. The, the look is amazing. Even I was just reading, I put it in the grid. James Cameron did an interview with The Hollywood Reporter, and he's like, I can't believe how much better it looks now than it did in 2009. These oh, what's up with that? And, yeah. They just, I don't know. I mean, did they add fresh effects to it? Did they touch up everything it, like a remaster for a video game? It looks like it was just a touch up. I don't think there was any re edited or anything, but. Any added extra scenes or anything like that? Not that I remember, but okay. I got to tell you, I don't, I mean, I don't know if Avatar is a movie you guys have seen a yeah. number of times. I've only seen it once and I just was like, yes. I think I've seen it about four times and it's funny. The most recent time that we saw it was after we went on uh, the Avatar ride, Flight of Passage, at Animal Kingdom down in Orlando. And the kids and me all had a, like a renewed interest in it. It was, it was just fun to watch. And again, the dialogue, you know, that was one of the critiques of it was James Cameron wrote it, and it felt a little heavy-handed sometimes, maybe a little clunky, a little, little cheesy at parts. But the, all of that goes by the wayside because you get swept up in the epic movie experience and to hear that that it looks better now hmm. that if if they remastered it or maybe also in some cases movie screens have gotten better i'm sure these movie exhibitors and movie theaters they have their technology has advanced as well during the last 13 years so yes, lasers lots of lasers what's up now? with these lasers, <laughs> lasers. Think, okay so there were no lasers shooting at me but i believe why they just, say lasers then <laughs> i'm looking at the uh, imax website right now it just says it brings an increased level of brightness to fill the screens with the most vivid and lifelike images in 2D and 3D. And it's pretty crazy. It starts right away. I mean, right? The first scene, uh, you know, the guy's waking up from a deep sleep. They're, t- they're saying, you're going into space and you're going to take over your brother's avatar and stuff. The first scene looks amazing. There's doctors really? floating at yeah. you. and yeah, That is one of the coolest scenes in the movie, just the opening one with the spaceship and just catching the entire scale of that. Correct. It's beautiful. Uh, I would recommend... People go out and check it out. Okay, so yeah. you talk about the brightness, the laser brightness. One of the one of the drawbacks to 3D outside of the glasses mm. is, but but I guess this is what the glasses do. They often dim the screen, so maybe that's what they're trying to do is throw out an extra bright laser powered image, so that when you put your 3D glasses on, which have an element of you know darkening and kind of like wearing some light sunglasses. It still feels bright and vibrant, which is what you want out of Avatar with all the blue and the green popping off the yeah, screen. Yeah, and I couldn't, I wasn't sure if I should like wear the glass glasses over my glasses. I decided to do so. Yeah, I was blown away. The strangely, I don't know if my kid was just in a bad mood or what, but he was like, yeah, it was all right. <laughs> I'm like, what? That's like, this is the movie that's made the most money of all time. I got to say one thing that's interesting about it. It is, I think it's amazing that the number one movie of all time the adversary is like the U.S. military. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that is mm-hmm. interesting. Like you're cheering against, you know, you know, you're used to rah rah, hey USA, you know, Earth, go Army, you know. And this movie, yeah. you're like, I hate, I hate the America, I hate the Earth people. 
You know, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, and you're it's weird right. That, that yeah. movie is the number one most best-selling movie of all time. Remember that Army Commander? Yes. Anything that him? moves and breathes will chew your eyes and something, something for Juju Bees. I remember <laughs> yes. the Juju Bees line. He was great. I went to London for the premiere of Avatar oh, and wow. saw the movie. In the theater with James Cameron and Sam Worthington. Wow. And the whole cast was there. Sigourney Weaver, Zoe Saldana, everybody. And then a couple days later, they had like a, a cast party. Not everybody went to that, but James Cameron did. And so did that guy who plays the Army Ranger. He was awesome. Off camera, like super nice. Great guy. It was wonderful. And my brother Scooty mentioned before on the show, uh, I remember he was telling James, he was telling James Cameron, uh, and James was just holding court, and it was great. And my brother was about to start a wedding video business. And so then he runs that idea by James Cameron. Like, hey, any, any pointers? I forget what the pointer was, but we sort of laugh like, oh, yeah, that didn't go over the way you thought it would with James Cameron. No no capital investment on his There part. was not. Ah, no, no, no. Dang it, he missed opportunity. A, it really was. I got to say, too, when I watched the credits, because I, I didn't – has Sam Worthington been in anything – He's been in a couple of things. He was also in the the release the Kraken movie, the Clash of the Titans. Yeah, it is okay. the Wrath of the Titans, but not yeah. a ton. But I think this occupies a lot of their time and probably pays a lot of his bills. And then Stephen Lang as the bad guy. Yeah, that's him. That's him. What's he been doing? He's been in the Don't Breathe movies, which I have not seen either of those, but Why? I hear they're really really good. Haven't now, seen him though. Now here's when I was watching the credits. I texted Steve. Um, I gotta say, I gotta do. Uh, oh this. no! Here we go. Here it is. One of the most epic names in the history. history. Um, the woman who plays a character named Moat, the spiritual leader of the uh, Navi. Mm-hmm. Her name is C C H Pounder. Oh boy, this has been Whoa. one of the most epic names, names. in the history. history. On that, we'll take a break. Feels like the right time to do just that. Uh, when we return, we'll get into a couple of studies. What pumpkin spice food item do Minnesotans Google more than others? It's kind of weird, and I've never tried it. We'll get into that. A couple of studies. When we come back, Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, what's up? Welcome back. It's Donna and Steve, the experience on my talk 1071, where talk is fun. Rocco, uh, you may have just missed it. He gave a rousing review <laughs> of Avatar. He saw the re-release, and this is from Indie Rock Hipster Dad. For sure. Who hates all things that are mainstream and successful. And Indie Rock Hipster Dad liked Avatar. It I really mean, this did. is great. I'm so happy to hear this. Uh, and it was a bit long. At one point, I was like, has this been like four hours? It turned out, I think it was 245. Yeah. It's like 245. Yeah. Um, but boy, it. It's something. I will tell you this before we get to a study. Um... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I watched Pinocchio on Disney Plus over the weekend. And I tell you what, it helped having hearing a bunch of negative reviews because <laughs> I went in bracing for impact and it was... It was solid. I gave it like a six out of ten. You know, it's fine. Okay. It's like okay, that's cool. Don't regret that I did that. It was enjoyable. I liked. Uh, I thought the animation with Pinocchio was really cool, and uh, yeah, it was good. It was, it was good. Can I ask you, as long as we're Disney Plusing, did you watch any Andor? Oh yes. Still Here have not watched any of this. Oh no. And how far into it are you, Stormy? Uh, I watched all three, three episodes by 6 a.m. Wednesday morning because <laughs> I get off of work at around, I don't know, 4, 4.30. I went home immediately and binged them. I like doing that because then I can always say I'm, I'm, I'm like one of the very first people to watch any of these new episodes that come out. In case you're wondering wow. who Stormy is, yeah. Uh, yeah, he'll be running the board Stormy? for us while we're on the go this week. Let's hope He's so. like the overnight guy here at Hubbard. He basically babysits all three stations overnight, so thank you for your service. Big responsibility. More you, claps. Those yeah. claps aren't loud enough. Thank yeah, you. sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Right in front of the mic. There we go. Uh, so he'll be helping us out this week. Why don't we do a study while we're all Let's together? Study. Studies have shown that studies medic- have shown that the microbial several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. Google Trends. Looked at the top pumpkin. By the way, are you hearing this in my voice a little bit? Am I losing my voice? Uh-oh. You sound good to me. I'm, I'm, there, there have been some, like, scratches, some little rasps. It's the dolls that in here, man. It's all the dolls that Alexis brought in. I don't know. I, yeah. There's a curse upon this place right now. It's there's weird. a doll in this studio right now, there and I'm is? terrified to look at it. Yeah. His, his name is Rocco, the, Stormy. I that one to Donna. It's gone. Oh, it's gone? Yes. Oh, thank goodness. I know. Ugh. Oh, it's studies have shown. So if my but if my voice goes, Rocco, we might need to switch characters because my vo- my character does need to have a raspy voice. Yeah, Odin, you're yeah, you're kind of like a like a Jeff Bridges kind of yeah. guy. There's a, a vibe there. I mean, Stormy neck too, in case Ooh. somebody needs to, you know. I'll run the board. Stormy's in the movie. What do you then? What does Steve do? I'd he can okay. run social media or something. Yeah, <laughs> now we're talking. Yeah, I'll just do a couple updates. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back. We're live. Blah 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 blah. Be great. Uh, Google Trends. They looked at the top pumpkin spice food or drink that each state just is sort of oddly obsessed with this year. For Minnesota, it is not pumpkin spice lattes. Minnesota and Iowa are both looking into pumpkin spice checks mix. Hmm. Follow-up question. Mm-hmm. What's in Chex Mix besides Chex? Mm. Like pretzels. It's like bread rod things. You got the rye chips sometimes. Although I don't think that would be good with pumpkin spice rye chips. What That's else goes in there? Question. There's butter. It's kind of like a pub mix situation. Is that, yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Okay, here's the original Chex party mix from <laughs> Chex.com. Corn Chex, rice Chex, wheat Chex, mixed nuts, pretzels, mm. Garlic flavor bagel chips. Oh, I do Ooh, like that wow. alone, I think. Butter, Worcestershire, Worcestershire, salt, garlic powder, onion powder. Worcestershire. Wooster. Isn't it Wooster? No. Oh, that's Worcester, no, that's a town. That's the actual town. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stormy. <laughs> but yeah, if you were to read it phonetically, it looks like Worcestershire. 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 Correct. Worcestershire. 
Pumpkin spice alcohol is a big search in four states. Georgia, South Dakota. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're looking for pumpkin spice wine. Mm-hmm. Pennsylvania. Never heard of it. Mm-hmm. Then a pumpkin spice vodka. Mm. And Oregon wants to make pumpkin spice white Russians, mm, which is, is a reference to the Big Lebowski, right? It the really dude divides. I drank I, some white Russians and the Boundrotters last week because my buddy. They make. Have you ever had those cut water cans of like booze? No, they, I they mix cocktails and cans. Yeah, so they make white Russians. My buddy put mm. them into an algae. They were delicious. I think white that sounds Russians, pretty good. Yeah. White Russian in a can, though. It was not bad. It's a little sweet. Yeah, right. I can imagine, but yeah. still, that doesn't sound like a cocktail that I'd want in a can. Stormy, right. you're in the boundary waters. You don't get choices <laughs> at this point. Got to drink um, lake water at some point. I <laughs> will say, Steve, you're a beer guy, right? I do like beer. I like a, you know, I maybe like one pumpkin spice beer per fall. You know, I'll go to yeah. my, I'll go to a brewery that has one. Hey, that was delicious. Thank you for sharing. I will no longer drink this for, <laughs> for another you. 364 days. See, now I actually like pumpkin um, pumpkin flavored beer more than the average person, but I very rarely ever get it or find it to pick it up. Um, I did have one a few weeks ago. It was like an imperial uh, pumpkin stout kind of situation, which, which was good. But yesterday, off topic, on topic, I had and f- really surprised, just like you ended up loving Avatar. Mm-hmm. And even though you're Andy Rock hipster guy, I'm kind of like, you know, I, I like, you know, IPAs and all that. I had Heineken yesterday. Wow. Is that refreshing? Interesting. It's been a long time since I had one of those. Try one. They something's good. Well, they, they, that's very refreshing. I agree. Every lighter. now and then you need a flavorless lager. Yes. And you know, I drink a lot of Mexican beer in the summer. Like it's a great like yard oh, beer, yes. you know? Yeah. Just not a lot of flavor, just drink it. Yeah, coronas are good in that way too. Mm-hmm. Heineken's the one that promotes the zero. Alcohol. They the have beer, a right? great. Didn't they have NA James beer. Bond do a commercial for them or something that like that? Daniel be. Craig. Yeah. They have a. If you're looking for a good NA beer okay. and you like Heineken, have that Heineken Zero. It tastes exactly like Heineken. Hmm. It's great. So anyway, there you go with that. Uh, when we come back, why don't we talk a little bit of money? It's Money Monday. Billy Joel. Why is he buying concert tickets to his own concert? I think you'll like the reason why. Next. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Stevie Boy for Chanhassen Air Theater. So many things that are happening there. They're already looking ahead to the holidays at Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. You know, it's all coming quick, my friends. It's going to be October by the time we get to uh, this weekend. So things are moving right along. A great concert series happening out at Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. How about this Thursday? Running on empty, a tribute to Jackson Brown. You want a little live music? Go get your tickets. Chanhassen DT. Com. Then they've got the Daisy Dillman Band doing their final touring performance. That's happening September 30th through October 1st. Uh, in addition to that, Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret, they're out there addition up laughs every Friday and Saturday night. Tickets only 28 bucks. That's improv comedy based on your audience suggestions. If you haven't been a part of it, shake up your date night. Get involved in a little improv comedy. Very fun. And of course, on the main stage right now, Footloose. Everybody is loving it. Tickets to all of the above. Found at ChanhassenDT.com. There's a lot of dishes. What's up? Welcome back. It's the Donna and Steve experience. My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. So happy to have you along for the ride, especially this week. We always love it when you listen. Uh, but these weeks are fun because we have unofficially entered Project Down and Dirty Week. You know, technically... It doesn't really start until tomorrow, Rocco. You're right. But this year was di- really different. Um, for the first time, they're like, because I tried to take some vacation. I mean, I went to the Boundary Waters, but I yeah. tried to take a couple days off. 
And Amy's like, you can't go. It's Project Down and Dirty. I'm like, yeah, not till the 27th. She's like, nope, you guys are going to be writing and scripting and blah, blah, blah. And so we've been at this for like a couple weeks. Yeah. And today's our big shoot day. You know, my hope is that this means that, you know, these movies will premiere. You can still get tickets. Keyword project when you go to mytalk1071.com. Um, and you can choose different screening times, 7.30, 8 o'clock, 8.30. Our VIPs, I understand, are yes. uh, sold out. I but, actually ended up buying some today. I, I, there were some good seats available for the 8 o'clock. Bought some for my family. You know, they are 40 bucks plus fees, but keep in mind, all that money, I mean, not the fees and the taxes, but the 40 bucks is going to four great charities. We're not, my talk's not, you know, taking your money. It's going to some great people. We're working with face-to-face. It's gonna be great. People buy some tickets. I mean, oh, and you get to pick, you get to pick your seats. I yes, like that this. is oh, my. I'm favorite. looking at that right now. I do. Like when I went to Avatar Saturday, it's reserved seats. You know, you're you're not scrambling to find something. Yeah, you know where you're sitting. I that love is, that. That is my favorite thing about going to movies. Now you don't yeah. have to worry about getting there early and getting a bad seat. You can just buy your tickets well in advance yes. and just sit exactly where you want to. Yes, I love that. It takes the tension yes. out of it. You Even know? though I did like going to midnight premieres and like waiting in line. Because I did that for like Star Wars movies when I was a sure, kid. Sure, yeah. Is there a chance you're a vampire? You, I work overnight shifts. That's a definite yes. And you but do you, movies. do you even? It doesn't sound like you aspire to. This is Stormy, the producer, the overnight producer. It doesn't sound like you aspire to a daytime shift. You're kind of like, I like my quiet nights. I think I'm just used to it. At this point, and that complacency might be a problem here. <laughs> no, you, no, seriously, this has been great because I've gotten to interact with all my coworkers the last couple of days. I get to keep interacting, interacting with them all through the week. Like this is very refreshing that I actually get to look outside the window and see sunlight. Normal day. When do you go to bed? Well, that's a problem. I don't have like a very specific sleep schedule right now. It's kind of just get a nap in when you can. It really is. Wait, um, what time is your normal shift overnight? 9 p.m. to anywhere between like 4 or 5 a.m. So I'm guessing you get home, watch a little TV, mm-hmm. and then do you fall asleep like around like 11 a.m.? Something like that? Again, it depends. There's some days where I go home, eat something, or I don't, and I can just crash, and I'm out for six hours. But then there's some days where maybe I've had a busier day at work, and I'm still energized after that, and it'll take me longer to wind down. So then oh, no. I would try to like go to bed at like 10 a.m. or 11. But I, I hate sleeping through the day as is. I'd prefer But you have to. You have to sleep you at some point, to. Yes, Stormy. you absolutely have to, or, or you don't, and you just keep... Or you turn into me, something okay. like that. Yeah, so. he is a Your guy, DJ yeah. Rock Lobster, started out as an overnight guy. Oh, my and man. look at me now. I'm, yeah. in, I'm in a movie. He's in a movie, dude. You, you got your nice shirts every day. I know. I'm yeah. working with Steve Patterson of, uh, you might have heard of it, Ring Nation. Is that what it's called? Oh, yeah. Ring Nation kicks off uh, this week. It's funny. Ring Nation, um, the show that I am on and got to go and, and shoot with the wonderful Wanda Sykes, which is great. It premieres today. The funny thing is, though, it... Um, here in Minnesota, it will premiere on Saturday. And in certain cities across the country, it's like a five-day-a-week show. But then there are some cities where it's like, oh, we already had our program schedule all set and ready. Uh, we could squeeze you in here. And then it's like, okay, great. Yeah, we're just happy to be in here. Uh, but there are yeah, cities across the, the country where it premieres today. And it's like at all different time slots. You know, it's a syndicated show. So it summits in the morning, summits in the afternoon, some stormy. It's late at night. It's like, hey, you're, you're watching for me. Yes, yes. It's, it's all over. But, you know, you're in the land of DVR. So <laughs> people usually aren't sitting down watching live stuff much anymore anyway, unless it's sports. Uh, but yes, yeah, so it's premiere day for Ring Nation. In fact, Rocco, I will be on Twin Cities Live on Wednesday as a guest. It'll be my, my first time returning to that really? show. Welcome back. 
And Are, I'm thinking, is there going to be tension between you? Well, <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> he'll of, tackle you, so be careful. <laughs> one of the player. one of the only shows I've watched live recently was the Oscars, and I was thinking of slapping him. <laughs> oh, do it. Does Lieber have a defense for my right hand open handed slap? We'll, <laughs> we'll find, find out. out. Um, it's yeah, it's going to be great. So they're having me on to talk about that. Uh, but quickly before we get to Money Monday, all of that a big roundabout way of saying we've already been working. Rocco, aren't you sensing that come Wednesday? And I'm really just hoping I can get to my son's football game Wednesday night at 6.30. Mm-hmm. Um, but it feels like our heavy lifting is going to be kind of done by Tuesday. Then we'll have some pop in here, pop in there, help make sure everything's still running in the right direction. But it feels like we're our heavy lifting is these first two days. That's what I think. And we at one point we asked our directors, and we should give them... Uh, some credit because they. Are, oh my gosh! They're yeah, they're putting. They're doing all these logistics behind the scene, which is just a nightmare. Yeah. So their business is what above the line yes. entertainment. Yes. Justin and Kristen Shock. Yes. Um. So we asked them. We're saying hey, now that we're done, you know, uh, shooting uh, as of like tomorrow. I think as of tomorrow afternoon, we're done shooting, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're like, do you want us to be in the editing suite? Do you want us to be part of this? And they said, it's up to you. I mean, I'd kind of like to. I like that process. I don't know about you. Yeah, I think we should. I, I want to like peek in at a couple different let, points. Let me ask you this. I, I know it's Money Monday. We're kind of blowing it off. But like, uh, you know, I mean, on your uh, Ring Nation show, I mean, is it like we? you did your funny part, go home to Minnesota now? Or do you sit there and the, are you part of the creative, the, the no. post-production? No, no. With Ring Nation, it was great. I mean, they they uh, just are, are a well-oiled machine, and they have, you know, there's a team that works on it day of production where you go into the studio, and you've got, you know, you've got your director, and then you've got uh, you've got your your producer, you've got your showrunner, you've got the, uh, the, the floor producer, the floor director. Everybody's out there. It's this big experience, and then you go... You do your parts, and then they, when it's when an episode is done, they hand that over to post production, and then they have a separate team. Whereas on, at local television, especially in news and stuff like that, your jobs can bleed into each other a lot more. Whereas there, you know, it's designated. I do this, and here's what I do here, and then I hand my part off. It's like a relay race. I think in a lot of productions in Hollywood, where it's you do your part and then finish it and give it to the people who are specialists at this. Once they finish, they will hand it over to the other specialist. Um, so it's good. But I remember when I used to have a website and we were doing red carpet premieres, we, we would do all of it, right? We were emailing, trying to get publicists to recognize who we were, invite us to the premiere. And then we would show up at the premiere and you were there, you were prepping the questions, doing the research, asking the questions. Then we would all go back and, uh, by all, I mean, usually me and one other guy. And then we would just sit down and ingest the tape you have to wait for that stuff to all go in and then we would edit it right there that night into the wee hours and then i'd just go back to work the next morning that was fun being involved in all the elements but i'm very happy to not be anymore did i hear rumor that we're actually putting these movies onto actual film too what millimeter film i guess i don't know anything okay i thought i heard lie stormy sorry Sorry, you guys. you're a vampire filled with lies, <laughs> clearly. Or Wait, or he that? knows something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, what do you, you know? know I, was, I was talking to Alexis and uh, she, she brought say? it up. I don't, she, she brought uh, I, we brought it up together, and uh, she didn't know for sure either. But she said it might have been a possibility. But again, mm-hmm. I'm lying right now, so don't listen to me. I don't know if that would make it look better or worse because I feel like digital formats of things are usually great. But maybe in a big movie theater, film is still. It king. would be much quicker to the process if you didn't have to splice together film reels. So I think just right. for saving everybody a little bit of their own patience, I think maybe the digital way might be the best way to go. Yeah, just add the digital sound effects at the beginning. The 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, the reel's going. All right. That's hey, good. Rocco, it's Money Monday. Roll the uh, intro. Fine. Here goes. Come on now, let's talk some money. Money. Oh, good. Let's talk about money. Money Monday. There are more things in the world to buy. It's Donna and Steve. Than most people have money for. So, so. Money Monday. Choices have to be made. But mostly it's Steve. I saw a meme about Billy Joel. It was it was on Facebook. I don't know if it's true. I didn't dig to find out if it's true. It was so beautiful that I chose to accept it at face value, Facebook value, <laughs> and now tell it to you. Maybe, Rocco, this is the same one that you saw. Oh, guess what? It's on Snopes.com, so go ahead. Okay, I will read it to you. I'll give you my feelings, and then Rocco will tell me if this is true or not. The thing on Facebook said that Billy Joel buys concert tickets to his own concert, specifically in the first couple of rows. And the reason is he does it so that, well, he got tired of looking at bored, rich, spoiled people, essentially, sitting in the best seats in the house. And that's who entertainers can see. They can see the first couple rows. Otherwise, the lights are blinding them, and it's just like a sea of darkness out there. He got tired of looking at these spoiled rich people who go to great concerts all the time and sit in the very best seats. So now he buys them up and then he'd have people from his team go and find people who are diehard fans and really excited to be there and have crappy seats and then says, hey, come on down. You're going to the front row. Billy Joel wants you sitting up front. Snopes. Okay, is about to tell me that this is a fake story. Uh, no, I actually was about to say, uh, Steve, this is BS. Not it's yeah. uh, Snopes says mostly true. It says uh, fans have corroborated this policy in the online testimony. Uh, uh, they are saying they do not know exactly what extent Mr. Joel has personal control over this. Mm. I have a follow up okay. uh, because. Uh, Bruce Springsteen, I, I saw him last time he came around, and he has a policy where the first like 20 rows uh, in front of his stage is what they call the pit. And if you want to be in the pit, you need to show up that afternoon, oh wait mm. in line with a lottery number. If your lottery number wins, you are then in the pit. If your lottery number loses, then you get to be in like rows 20 through 40. My wife and I did mm. it. We won the lottery. We were like 10th row for Billy Joel. I mean, for Bruce Springsteen. At one point, he crowd surfed, you know, right near no our, our outstretched arms. Oh. Uh, it was super cool. Wow. And I, cool. But I don't think, because when his tickets went on sale for this next show and everybody was like, oh my gosh, they're 300 bucks. I was like, hey, just wait for the pit or whatever. But it doesn't seem like that is a thing this time around. Yeah. But that was a fun deal. That's pretty fun. Yeah, super fun. Crowd surfing is an interesting experience for anyone, whether you're the surfer or the surfee. If you're the waves or you're the board, either way, I feel like it's weird. Yes. Where do you grab? And I'm guessing it wasn't a mosh pit at no, a Springsteen. It was. Not. You know how metal those shows get. <laughs> yeah. The other thing I was going to say, I went to see Jason Isbell at First Ave on uh, Saturday, and that was what they call maybe like an an underbilling sort of like he could have like he just he played somewhere in Chicago on Friday for sixty three hundred people, uh, so he could sell out that kind of arena. But he played First Ave, which is like two thousand, right? Oh, that's awesome. Um, but because it was all like fifty year old beardy white. Uh, beard guys like me, uh, it, it was not very, uh, it was, everybody was very polite 
and there was no moshing or very crowding. You were all worried about your bones. Space. Yeah, it was very nice. It was a very enjoyable evening. You get a gathering of old dudes like that, and everyone's like, "Guys, can we all make an agreement? Let's sit the whole time." It's Can true. <laughs> it's so funny. Like people were gonna because when you're in the front, then you, it's kind of a hassle to go back to the bar and get a drink. But people were like, "Please don't be mean to me when I come back." And everybody's like, "Okay, so, as long as you're cool to me too." And it was it was the most polite group of people ever. Wow. Thank you for asking, even though you didn't. How was the set list though? The set he did play all the songs. I was Good. hoping he'd play. It was Good. pretty great. I wish we had more time for that, but we don't because we have to take a break so we can come back and call our cafeteria live on the air <laughs> to find out what's the soup today. We should have gotten the soup, Rocco. We don't have time to eat lunch. We really don't. Good thing the place we're going to has delicious food. Rocco! I'm not, I'm not giving it away. Am I? Maybe. The Don and Steve Experience coming right back on my talk. Okay. Welcome back. Hi there. Don and Steve, the experience on my talk 107.1 where talk is fun. Uh, it's 11.46, which means we're going to clap 46 times. That's <laughs> no, not true. We have, to, we have to cut that short. Right uh, when you said that, it was 11.46.46. Maybe our juju's getting better. No right? way. Yes, it's happening. Oh, you know, and I was just in the bathroom, and I thought, I have two choices with my hair. And Rocco, you know about my character. The audience does it, but there are two choices, and I'd like you to make the decision for okay. me. It is wet, slicked back, sort mm-hmm. of over, or mm-hmm. it is blow-dried as high as possible, kind of like a flat top ish just super high and dry looking Oof. see i thought when you said slick back i thought you meant like straight back like you know like uh I don't like know. you're an italian mobster right like michael douglas in wall street or something Can't, yeah some of the hair in the back won't cooperate okay. i experimented with that last night this would be more of like a an over but very wet looking hairspray to the high hills or i feel like you are already known for high hair so maybe you should go a different direction or you could throw in a ball cap or something, take all the hassle out of it. Mm, that's not Storm. his character. No, that's not, not an option. That's what Not I only is do. it not my character, but <laughs> I look so unbelievably bad in every hat. That can't be true. It is It is for sure true. Now, how the good Lord evened it out is you put almost any pair of sunglasses on me, they're about a 10 out of 10. I don't know why. I look stupid in hats and pretty darn good in sunglasses. Now I want to just get you an ensemble of hats and just like a one by one. Just see, all right, does this work or Be not? Be my does guest, this work man. Or not? There is something that <laughs> happens to my face. I don't know what it is, but this is objectively true. Hmm. But Rocco, what that means is this: uh, that I'll, I'll run down to the bathroom like right after the show, I guess, and wet my hair, and then you know I gotta I gotta do like a quick little eight minute thing here before getting in the car to leave. Because once we get on set, I think they're gonna be like, all right, places, everybody. Oh, we got. We just got two of our uh, props in the email. I should show them to you. Oh, really? Yeah. Things are coming through. Uh, by the way, I'm so sorry to our faithful my talkers. We have not checked the email bag at all, which is so sad. Although we did just get one from Roxy, who said Paul Paul McCartney also did the Billy Joel thing. Um, we were approached and told that Paul McCartney wanted to give us better seats. Four of us. We went down to the floor. It was amazing. Wow, that's pretty cool. You got Paul McCartney's people coming up to you at a concert in your nosebleed seats. Uh, hello. Yes, Paul, as in Sir Paul, said he'd like you to sit down here, please. Boom, to the floor. That's great. That's the only email that I'm going to read. Oh, Rocco. Yeah. We doing it? We call the We call the cafeteria. <laughs> Let's do it. So bummed. We like we to find out what the, the number is. No, we call the front desk. Hey, it's Steve from uh, My Talk. Could you connect us to the cafeteria? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Alice. <laughs> Alice. Oh, she's great. She's great. Mm-hmm. 
we'll go find out what the soup is. I don't even know what the entree is. Amy, who picked up the phone last week, she knows. Yeah, curious, hey, B, what's up? Say what's, what's going up on? to the Twin Cities. <laughs> uh, it's time to find out what's the soup. Sadly, none of us will be here today. We have to go run away from here after and shoot a movie. Thank you for asking about it. So we won't be here. But for those who are um, <laughs> nearby, tell us what the soup is today. I got a uh, vegetable lumberjack. What the Ooh, heck what is, is that? What's that? Just uh, very, very chunky, cut up toma- or, uh, tomatoes, um, potatoes, carrots, you know. Oh, man, that sounds good. I hate, you know, I hate to sort of double dip here, but yep. what's what's the entree today? Oh, we got a tater dot hot dish. Oh, Ooh. my gosh. All the D-D-H-D. good things. DTHD. <laughs> on a Monday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brian, thank you so much. Our love to the cafeteria. Thanks, bud. Bye now. <laughs> well, Stormy might go get lunch. He's not. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. sticking around. I can actually go get lunch today. Oh yeah, you're never even yeah. here during no, lunch. No, and that's the best part. I never get to go to the cafeteria. I never get to enjoy any of that food. So I'm gonna cash in this week. I'm gonna eat there for lunch every single day. What and, you should know, yes, is uh, that their their soup is like homemade. It's yeah, from scratch. Yeah, it's this very is, good. This yeah. is not from a bag and they dump it in. No. This is this is a homemade um, situation. You guys saw what's on Wednesday though, right? Chili? No. no. Chicken Finger Wednesday. Oh, I'm not. Yes. So you I don't actually, like that. It's the, it's the biggest line that we get at the cafeteria. Yeah. I don't love the chicken tenders, and it has to wow. do with subjective taste of what kind of tender you like. And I like a thinner, lighter breading on my tender, and this is a thicker, sort of crunchier situation that I just don't care for. Oh, I, I'm all for it because when we had the meals in the cafeteria during like COVID and stuff like that, when they pre-made all the meals, yeah, yeah when yeah. it was Chicken Finger Day, man, man, even heating those up in the microwave, just mm. Mm, I, it did me so well. I, I love it. I'm excited for that. That's how I feel about uh, Chicken Quesadilla Day. When it's Ooh. a quesadilla there, I I will stop whatever eating regimen I'm on. If I'm on a diet, whatever, all of it be darned. I just want the chicken quesadilla. I want to dip it. Oh, and the sour wow. cream, That's I want aggressive. the salsa, all of it. Get a little hot sauce on there. Oh, my gosh. I wish I had it right now. I'm going to have to add that to the list. Chicken quesadilla. Oh, oh, okay. my, you've never? No, no. Again, I've never eaten the cafeteria food except for once last Friday. Oh, my gosh. At That's least, like, fish. hot and ready to go. Yeah. This weird. I used to be an overnight guy. And, yeah, you don't you don't understand how the, the day people. No. I've been working here for almost two years, and I have no idea what's going on around here. You know what I'm going to do? Yes. And a lot of people look. They'll hear me do this, and they'll say, Steve, you're a saint among us. We don't deserve you, et cetera. But I'm going to do it anyway. Can you see my camera right now, Stormy? No, I can't. No. I can uh, kind of see, like, your right oh, hand right I now. See there it is. Hey, <laughs> look at this. What you got there? What is oh, that? What am I holding up? That's uh, straight cash money, homie. How much, though? What uh, is it? That's $20. That's, that's Andrew dollar. Jackson. Listen. Listen. What? I slapped it down there. Oh. That 20 is your food allowance for the week. Babe. Okay? So now no. you... Yes. You didn't have to do so that. Now, you don't have to do that. Come now on. you can go, since you always work overnights oh. and you don't get to enjoy it, um, you know, because they're they're trying to raise prices down there. And so I want you to be able to afford it all and not have to you concern it. yourself oh. with the budget of it, okay? So that $20 just for Stormy because you're doing extra work for us this week. Now, Rocco, <clears throat> what are you giving them? Yeah, Rocco. Uh, I'm just I'll take one give of your advice that I used to be an overnight guy. I'll, I'll sort of sort of show. Can my I ropes. buy lunch with your advice? No, but no. you can. Mm. Someday you could get to be me and have like four jobs at the radio station and Sounds be in a movie. <laughs> By the way, Kelly Hansen uh, from Twin Cities Live, and she filled in last week when Donna was out. Said that there are seven layer bars in the cafe 
today as well. Ooh. Yeah, I might use all 20 that, bucks uh, on that. That woman that left and then came back, she's like a baker extraordinaire. That's Shelly the baker. Yes. Also, we share the uh, cafeteria. Of course, it's, you know, it's Hubbard Broadcasting. We, all, we work in the same building as Five Eyewitness News and KS95 and Score North and all that. But since Five Eyewitness News, you know, the TV station, it feels like that's what drives this building. It's always, maybe that's because I used to work for them, and that's why I think that way. But I, when they were thinking of like renaming the cafeteria, Rocco, what do you think of this? Yeah. Five Eyewitness Chews. Because you're going to be chewing stuff down there. Do, do, does it have a name? I forget. Uh, I think it's the uh, Hubbard Cafeteria now. Or, the, or the, no, the HBI Cafe. Okay. Wow. This conversation is truly stupid. Yeah. Should we go and let Stormy take the last minute, seven seconds? Yeah, Stormy's going to be doing... Stormy, are you leaving now or what? Uh, I don't know what else they might need me to do around okay. here. I'm going to check in with Amy, and uh, but if I can go, I might take off. So. Because I had to work my overnight shift last night, and oh I had to come gosh. in here today too to do Sunday night baseball and other things for Score North. So oh. I'm on fumes, but what else is new? That was the Vikings thing because you mentioned Score North. Congrats oh, yeah. to the Vikings yeah. uh, who oh are two and one gosh. now. That I turned dramatic. that game off like three times. I was at my kid's baseball game, and I'm like, okay, I'm shutting it down. Oh, that's that's officially a Lions win. And then I turned it back on. Okay, now I'm shutting it, was it down. Close that's the whole time though. Like, but what? in that fourth quarter. So yeah, Lions, okay, sure. We were down, what, like 24 14. And I'm at like, okay, here's, they're going to go for it. They're going to do something. Okay. Kirk, and then, sure enough. Yeah, fourth quarter, Farrell, Kirk Cousins. Look the at Lions him go. Lion. How about that? Food talk, sports talk. It's all the things people come <laughs> to on my talk. Three dudes sitting around talking about soup and football. And I, I was actually trying to look up what the name of our uh, cafeteria is. And so I just, it's a Hubbard cafeteria, is how they sign it on the menu. Okay. But in the other email, it says uh, the. Hubbard Cafe. Okay. Interesting. Guys, we did it. We, we just did. barely did three hours of content that was frankly not perfect and not close to it. It was pretty bad. But you guys hung around and we got you through to noon. It's lunchtime. Enjoy your soup. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next, followed by the Lori and Julia show. Thanks so much for hanging out and welcome unofficially to Project Down and Dirty Week here on My Talk 1071.